a very common phrase that we hear from educators is, teaching isn't what it used to be. Or we hear people say, wow, teaching is so different than in my first year or like 25 years ago. Listen, I haven't been teaching for 25 years. I've been teaching for 15. But have students changed in the past 15 years? Yes, students have changed a lot in the past two years. Has education changed a lot in the past 15 years? Yeah, but it's changed even more in the past 50 years and probably even more than that in the past two years. The reality is schools are different than what they used to be. That's just reality. And I think what we have to do is face reality and ask the hard question. Have students changed or have teachers? Here's the thing. This is not a trick question. This is not a trap. But I think if we really want to make some big changes in education, we have to have an honest conversation about these changes. And then maybe not complain so much about it. Maybe get down to business on brainstorming more about it. And then putting simple yet strategic ideas into place. I can't think of a better person to put simple and strategic ideas into place than my good friend, Jack Berkmeyer. He is an awesome educator. He is a consultant for schools. And him and I, every once in a while, get the chance to sit down and talk about education. He sees it from the lens of school leadership. I see it from the lens of teaching. And we both get the opportunity to go in schools and solve problems. So... Is the changes, are the changes in education problems? I think we need to marinate on that for a second. And instead of looking at it as problems, we should dive into this podcast and think about possibilities. So let's get into it. There is awesome in every single school day. the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. All right, we have a big question on the table for today. Um... Big question with one of my favorite people ever. Ryan Gosling. Couldn't make it. (laughs) So found this guy literally on the streets of Mattoon. So I need you to know in advance, the advice that you're about to get is questionable. (laughs) All right. He was at the Casey's General Store getting a piece of breakfast pizza off the spinner. And I'm like, sir, please step into my studio. Do you know anything about education? And you said, I went to up to fourth grade. And I said, that is perfect. Please (laughs) come over and I'll give you a Coke zero. So that is what you're in store for. 
That was the best worst. Uh, 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 the best worst. Uh, what am I trying intro? to say? Intro. Intro ever. Yeah. I loved it. I well, loved it. It's so true. Yeah. Um. So here's the big question, and and with with all seriousness, truly an expert in education. Um. And just best practice, and also just an amazing thought leader that you truly are when it comes to problem solving and just being realistic, but also practical about stuff that's happening in education. Well, and you and I talk all the time mm-hmm. if we walk or whatever and we just talk but the only advantage I have is I go to a lot of schools yeah and the other thing is is I really am good at seeing things yeah you know I'm an observer I'm an yeah. observer of people's situations yeah. and then when I go to the next school I go am I seeing that same thing yep am I seeing Patterns. that same trend yep. or pattern which kind of led us to this topic yes which is are you gonna did you yeah. already say the topic no I, I got sidetracked I because we started talking about Casey's but the question is you know have kids changed or have the teachers changed? Yeah. And, and I think that's the that that's the topic. That's the table topic. So let's dive into that. It is. And and let's start off with the most important part. Yeah. You know, you you know you can't change an adult unless they wear depends. Uh <laughs> and then it's awkward. That's one of your favorites. It is, and then it's awkward yeah, for just, both of you. Let's just be Let's just be in the awkward for a second. Or it is, and I love that joke. Yeah. All right, so, and most people don't. They cringe. And I'm okay with that. Because yeah. if I can make it awkward, I'm all in. Yeah. All right, so here's the thing. I honestly do believe that our kids have changed dramatically. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I don't want to go into deep. Could it be COVID? Could it be whatever sure. it is? Could it be social media? I mean, Because it is what it is. It is what it is. And part of the problem is, is that I have this new motto, like when I work with a school. If you literally say, I can't believe the kids don't know how to blank, then teach them that. Yeah. You know, like, it's not this hard. Yeah. I think, one, we're overcomplicating education, mm-hmm. and we're working harder than our kids. Mm-hmm. And so, how do you change that? Yeah. If you literally say, I cannot believe mm-hmm. that our eighth graders yeah. cannot walk to lunch. Yeah. And I've seen schools where they literally are running to lunch. Yeah. It's like release of wildebeest. There's yeah. kids that get pushed. Yeah. And and I'm thinking to myself, it's just five nuggets, yeah. and they're not that good. <laughs> like, literally. Yeah. But for them, it's they don't know the social graces. Right. And so... And something that a good friend of ours, Kim, says a lot, and I totally agree with it, is uh, if we haven't taught it, we can't expect it, which is which is true. But here's the debate, meaning as teachers, uh-huh. we are still thinking mm-hmm. pre-COVID or whatever it is, mm-hmm. well, they should know how to do this. They should know how to do this. Yeah. They, how come they don't know how to walk? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, okay, let's take out three years of kids not playing school. Yeah. I think that's the biggest issue. They don't play school well anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like school 101 is mm-hmm. not part of their mindset. Yeah. And so you have second graders who are now sixth graders mm-hmm. who didn't have that third, fourth, fifth grade experience or whatever of the normality. Yeah. So now they're coming in as feral cats. Yes. And you're saying, well, how come they can't sit in a chair for five minutes? Or yeah. how come they don't know how to walk on the right-hand side? Or how come? Well, saying how come isn't helping them. Yeah. And I think part of it is, is my new motto this year, slow your roll. Yeah. Like, stop saying those things. Like, yeah. A great example of this is, is that I do think kids have gotten to the point of dehumanizing authority figures. Mm-hmm. We see that in society. Mm-hmm. We see that where a kid will yell at an SRO officer without mm-hmm. any hesitation mm-hmm. and don't care. Mm-hmm. Or to an administrator, the things they say to teachers right now, I think are literally appalling, um, offensive, mm-hmm. and cruel yeah. at times. Yeah. And so the question is, is I ask everybody right now, like, how many times, you know, did you ever think your last name was bro or bro last year? Right, yeah. And then what teachers do is they go, oh, they're calling us this. No, no, no. Slow your roll is mm-hmm. you literally got to say to that kid, it starts with hello, Mr. Berkmeyer. Mm-hmm. But no, 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 bro, bro, bro. No, it starts with hello, Mr. Berkmeyer. Yeah. But no, 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 no. Here's my rule. Third time, you say, Monica. 
which is the humanization, mm-hmm. I need you to say, hello, Mr. Brookmeyer. If Monica says no, then walk away from yeah. the kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, old school would have said, no, I got to nurture them and we got to talk to them and see how they're doing with feelings. I'm going to bring up my second point right here, right now, and then we'll debate those two. Okay. Stop asking kids so many questions because they're better at debate than they have ever been. I was working with a group of sixth grade teachers, mm-hmm. 12 of them. Mm-hmm. These sixth graders come running down the hall, screaming and yelling. Mm-hmm. Most veteran teacher. She's furious, right? Mm-hmm. She gets up and she does what every teacher does. What do they do? She opens up that door and she goes, why are you running? Yeah. And this kid goes, it's fitness. And it's none of your business. Okay, help me out. Five years ago, two answers would have been given by that child. We're not running or I'm sorry. Now, Mm -hmm. I think it's this issue of they can debate bad behaviors better than they used to. Why are you standing in class? It's my civil liberty to stand. Mm -hmm. No, no, it's not about civil liberty. And then what do you do? Teachers, we go talking. And you know my other new motto, you're not paid by the word. Yeah. What she should have done and... New day, mm-hmm. new day teacher should have just opened up that door and said, we don't run in our school. Yeah. We sit in our classroom. Yeah. It, it has to be this. It's a, it, I hate to use the word command because that may be seen perceived as wrong, but it's simple. It is, we don't run in school, which means mm-hmm. you can run outside all you want. Yeah. But in school, what do we do? We don't run in school. Mm-hmm. We don't, we say hello, Mr. Brookmeyer in mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. And then I've had teachers say, but I like the informality of them calling me bro. Okay. They still have to start with hello, Mr. Burke. Yeah. Then you can yeah. go into that informal coding. Right. Sorry, that was a lot. I'll let you. Well, no, I think I think you bring up a lot of good points. And I just want to throw this out here. If we're talking about have students changed or have teachers changed, then my question is, are we blaming change on COVID when I think education has been changing like throughout history? I think now we just have a very obvious easy target of they didn't do that before covid they didn't act like that before covid the reality is that our world is evolving education is evolving and i one of my favorite mottos is complain then brain what i mean Mm. by that is complain about it but if you're not willing to then brainstorm about it you're not allowed to complain because I think what happens is somebody starts complaining and then a teacher hears about it and they're like, oh yeah, let me tell you what happened. And then somebody down the hall hears it. Spirals. Yeah. And then you got all these, but, but everyone wants to use all of the energy to complain, but then mm-hmm. we don't hit the brainstorm. But what are we going to do about it? People don't want to do shit about it. Yeah. They want to complain about it. Well, that's why I said it's slow your roll. Yeah. If this kid won't say hello, yes. Mr. Burkmeyer, you slow your roll. Right. Right. And, and if they don't, you walk away. Now mm-hmm. let's say you cave and finally say, hello, Mr. Burkmeyer. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. See, that's why that's patience. You is went important. away. You went yep. away. I, 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 I was, uh, what do we say? What do we say? We say, hello, Mr. Burkmeyer. That's what we say. She's what like, I was doing is I was modeling. Meatloaf? I was modeling. <laughs> okay. I need to check the yeah. meatloaf. Yeah. All right. Yes, you finally cave and say, hello, Mr. Burkmeyer. Hi, Mr. Burkmeyer. Part of the slow your roll phase two for teachers is now watch. Monica, thank you. Could you do me a favor? Take off your hood and take out your earbuds. Mm-hmm. If the rules are no earbuds and no hoods, mm-hmm. then why are you talking to a kid who's non-complacent yeah. to those school expectations? Yeah. Yeah. The fourth thing, I don't know if I'm on third or fourth, Well, you know I lose track, yes. is the other that can't handle mixed messages. Mm-hmm. You know, So I'm saying to you, um, you have your hood on and your thing, and I'm giving you what you want, yeah. which is the worst thing to say to an adolescent mm-hmm. or any child. 
versus saying, hey, now be compliant and take off the hood and the earbuds. Mm -hmm. Now, and then when they say do those things, you go, now what can I help you with? Mm -hmm. Because you have the card. You have the card, which is I'm here to help you. They want your help. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, just slow your roll. Mm -hmm. But part of it is, is teachers come in at like, our kids are zero to 10, Mm -hmm. no five. Yeah. So when they're at a 10, how do we respond as a teacher? A 12? Yes. And then my joke, you know, always is, is like, have you ever seen a teacher and a student interact? And you question who's the adult in that scenario. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just like, Slow your roll. Mm-hmm. Starts with hello, Mr. Berkmeyer. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now take off the earbuds and the hoodies. Mm-hmm. Imagine, watch this. This will shock you, and okay. I want you to show shocked when I say this. Okay. Ready? If 80% of our teachers did that. Notice what I did not say. We don't need a hundo P. No. And I and I think we got to get everybody on the same page. We're going to be waiting a really long no, time. No, it doesn't work. Yeah. Because you can't change an adult. Unless? They wear depends. See, and that's the problem. We think, but 80% could yeah. turn around the culture and climate of that school. 100% if true. If 80% just said, it starts with, hello, Mr. Berkmeyer, mm-hmm. and I need you to be compliant, take off the hoodie and the, the earbud. Well, uh, you and I, I are huge, uh, share the exact same sentiment on clear and consistent. Well, Cle- they can't handle that mixed message. Yeah, the, the brain clear is really, and consistent. And, and you know what? Because I don't want this to seem like, oh, it's teacher's fault. No. All adults in their life are giving them a mixed message. Yeah. That means parents as well. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast yeah. for us. But I mean, honestly, that's where I think they struggle is they just mm-hmm. cannot handle all these mixed messages. Stop asking so many questions. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we get back to the humanization piece of this? Mm-hmm. You will speak to me in a cordial, kind way. Mm-hmm. Now, from the teacher's point of view, I think the reason we, that teachers have changed is because they don't want to go back to those basics. Here's why. We were moving kids along. Mm-hmm. We were being able to debate with children. Mm-hmm. You, you thrive in that in your mm-hmm. classroom. You are a why teacher. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't just say a fact. You say, well, tell me why. Explain mm-hmm. to me why. Right. You want their feelings. Absolutely. You want their emotions. Absolutely. I'm just saying that right now some of our kids can't do that. They, yeah. Because they can rationalize bad behavior. But I think if they can rationalize, that's a win. I think what, and, I, and that might be an unpopular opinion, but I think we have lived for years trying to get kids to critically think, mm-hmm. to communicate effectively, to think outside of the box. And I think it's a hard thing because now the kids are. And they're saying, I found a loophole. Yes. I found something. I discovered this. Mm-hmm. I have this idea. And instead of saying, I hear you, you're right. It is your civil liberty. We are like, no, it's not. And I think that's mm-hmm. when the kids get combated is I think there has to be a balance of, you are right. It is your civil liberty. You Mm. are correct. You have the legal jurisdiction to do that. You are correct. It is this. With that said, that is not the clear and consistent expectation of our school. Mm -hmm. And in this building, we follow the expectations of our school. In our school. Because, and then you have to give a reason why. It's like, why? Because we are creating a culture and a climate where all kids can thrive. And when you are wearing your earbuds, not everyone can thrive in here because we can hear your inappropriate rap music coming out of your AirPods. Yeah. So I think that's what has to happen is I don't think from my perspective, I don't think that we have to shut down the question and answer. I think that we have to say, I hear you. And what part of what you're saying is correct. Mm -hmm. Now, here's my perspective. Here's why part of my perspective is correct. 
can we get to the same page? So many of our kids uh, lived in an environment where they heard one side of everything mm -hmm. for a long period of time. So I don't think they're really good at hearing other people's point of view. Yeah. Um, my joke is, is that, you know, my dad's generation was all, all went and served in World War II. Yeah. Then we got into the they and them and the us and me and the mm -hmm. we and, and you. And now our kids got it down to one letter. It's I. Mm -hmm. I don't like you. I don't care yeah. what you think. Yeah. I'm not doing this. And I think, how do you get them back to at least we? And I always say, and I hear you. And I respectfully disagree. Yeah. If they're going to throw out an I, I will too. Mm. But I'm going to model how to do it appropriately. Right. Which Tenor, tone, yep. volume. I hear you. And I respectfully disagree. Mm. And, you know, and like I said, I know we're, we're, we're deep and I love this. Yeah. And the thing is too, is I also think that what our kids are craving too is a little bit of that elementary-esque atmosphere of a mm -hmm. school. And I know that's so hard. My joke always is, is that, you know, you have an eighth grader with hairy legs and mutton chops who looks mm -hmm. like a grown-ass man and mm -hmm. we're literally talking about walking him to lunch. Yeah. Well, if that's what they need right now, mm -hmm. then that's what we do right now. Yeah. And you've heard me say this. I still think we're three more years of our children being a hot mess. Why? Because mm -hmm. you got to look at kindergarten, first grade, and second grade yeah. to see what's going on. Yeah. And my friend in Oklahoma, Number one, um, suspensions and mm -hmm. um, referrals came out of kindergarten. Yeah. You know, you, they say things that, they, you know, they're using foul language. And, yeah. And, and again, they don't know how to play school. So mm -hmm. we got to get them in kindergarten first and second to really learn how to play school, which is so hard for the teacher because they're yeah. also ramming the curriculum down our throats, which yeah. again is another podcast. Well, I think you and I are both big on optimism. Yes. And both big on like change is good. Mm -hmm. Change can create really great things. And I think, and I and I mean this, and I can say this because we're we're currently about a, a month into the school year, and I can confidently say, I feel like we are on the upswing, the a real upswing, mm -hmm. and I can't tell you how refreshing that is. I'm not saying everything's better. I'm not. I'm not even comparing where we are now to pre-COVID or mm -hmm. even in my first year teaching. But in my gut and in my heart, I feel like the change that is happening both with students and with teachers and with education in general, I feel like we are we we are in a better place now mm. than I have felt in the past three years. Like, are you feeling that in your schools? Are you feeling that in your learning communities? And the schools that I'm working with, that you're right, are turning yeah. it around, did a massive reset. Yeah. Which is back to those, what are those yep. non-negotiables? Three yep. to five things to yep. start a school year that all teachers are doing. Yeah. You know, it's not the entire handbook can't do that. Yeah. The other is, is that they're using common language, common verbiage. Yep. And yep. kids want that. Mm -hmm. You know, the truth is this, who's the most inconsistent person in a classroom? Absolutely, the teacher. teacher. Yeah. But the teacher would argue... Only because yes. of the principal or, or the, the school student. board. Or, or, yes. Right? And and here's the truth, though. is How many of you know a kid that drives you nuts? Oh. How consistent is that child? Yeah. Every damn day, same issue, same yeah. problem. Meanwhile, yeah. teachers try 42 strategies in seven minutes. Yeah. So what I'm trying to do is slow the roll. Yep. Get back to two or three things. Yeah. I had a teacher in crisis, and I'll share this last story in regards yeah. to where we're changing. A third-year teacher in crisis mm -hmm. um, met with me privately, and she's like, you know, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I'm done at semester. Mm -hmm. um, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. and, and here's what she said. And she's in a middle school and she said, these kids are mean and they're cruel. Mm -hmm. And I, every time I get emotional because mm -hmm. I mean, I never want to hear kids being referred to as mean and cruel, but yeah. they, they can be mean and cruel. And she said, I don't know what to do. And I just simply said, start with this. Mm -hmm. And she said, what? And I said, make sure no kid leaves your room until you say, have a nice day. Mm -hmm. 
And why? Because I was in her class and kids were packing up before the class bell. Yeah. They were leaving. They yeah. were walking out. Yeah. And on and the floor was a mess and yeah. chairs, were, you know, like it, this is not how you leave a classroom. And right. I said, just start with that. Yeah. I came back four weeks later. She hugged me. She cried. Yeah. She said, my kids now say goodbye. Yep. Thank you. And I get hugs. Yep. And she says, they literally wait for me to say, have a nice day. Yeah. And here's the truth. Anyone listening out there, how do you know it works? Is the children will mock you. Once mm-hmm. they mock you, they've embraced it. Mm-hmm. You gonna say have a nice day? Yeah. Which really means I'm they waiting heard for you. Yes. And but teachers go, well, they're making fun of us. Oh no 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 no. That's just a normal child mm-hmm. reaction. Yeah. And it's that simple. Yep. Overcomplication yeah. of education. Yep. It's simple. Yep. You leave when I say leave, and you say it every damn Consistent. day. Yeah. You know, and you don't skip. Because yeah. the day you skip is a kid's thinking, oh, we no longer have to wait yeah. for Miss G to say, mm-hmm. have a nice day. So let's sum up in one question. Yeah. And the question I'm going to ask, you can only use a one-word answer, okay? <laughs> Must it be appropriate? Have students changed <laughs> or have teachers changed? Okay. One word. Both. Why? One sentence. One sentence. Because I think... Oh, see ones. I have, nope, see this no, is tough. Come on. You go first then on the one okay, sentence. Okay. So I ask me, ask me. Have kids changed or teachers changed? Both. Well, I know I that was going to be my answer. Yeah. And here's my here's my one sentence. And that's not a bad thing. Oh, wow, you're profound. Well, that's the end of this episode. <laughs> we want to thank you so I was giving you an out. Do you want you, the out? You might, because I said I'm, I'm actually lost for words, yeah. which I'm not usually lost for words. Say that again. Okay. And it's, no, Have students part, changed? No, no, no. Oh. Say your answer again about like both. both and it's for the... And that's not a bad thing. I'm going to go with, and it is a little bit of a traumatic adjustment. Okay. And I think both of those are fair. Yeah. And true. For both. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. That was well... Really Thanks to this man we found at the Casey's General Store, turns out Where's that, my pizza? Yeah. Uh, we're going to go have ourselves uh, a slice of pizza, and maybe we'll even get ourselves a donut. Ooh, we do have donuts. Okay. So have students changed or have teachers changed? Well, it was not intended to be a trick question, but maybe the answer is both, and maybe the answer is that's okay. I think we can fight change or we can embrace change. I think change can also be really, really hard, but change can also be really, really helpful. In fact, let me ask you a question right now. If you had the opportunity to change your current trajectory of your life, if you had the opportunity to change your life in a personal or professional way, would you take advantage of that? Because starting in November, I am launching a brand new course called 365 Days of Awesome, where we get to celebrate every single day of the upcoming year. I truly believe that the 2024 calendar year can be our best year yet. Will it be full of change? Yes. Will it be full of unexpected events? Yes. Can it also be full of 365 days of celebrating the little moments of awesome? I believe yes. During the course, we are going to tackle some of those pillars of life that hold us back. Things like family, friends, finances, future, failures, all of the things that bring us to new levels. We are going to tackle them so we can go into 2024 with an awesome plan. 
Registration for 365 days of awesome virtual course is open right now. It's fun, it's flexible, and here's the cool thing, it's not just for teachers. Can you, as a teacher, get up to 15 hours worth of official PD credit for it? Yes. But it is for anybody who is ready to level up their learning and level up their life for this upcoming calendar year. You can go to monicagenta.com forward slash 365 of awesome. That's monicagenta.com forward slash 365 of OF awesome to get registered today. I would love to help you embrace the changes that are happening personally and professionally in your life and make this our best year yet. I want to thank you so much for listening to this special episode with Jack Berkmeyer. But most importantly, I want to thank you for living this teacher life. <laughs>